Welcome, dear listener, to the 12 days of Crombie. Behind this calendar door, we should be looking at gremlins. Welcome, dear listener, to our next instalment of the 12 Days of Crombie. My name is Hugh. Listen, gang, Rock and Ricky's getting fed up with this Orson Welles crap, so cool it, will you? <laughs> and my name is Dr. James Evans Esquire. They're watching Snow White, and they love it. <laughs> but yes, we will be doing Gremlins. Gremlins. Absolute smash hit from Joe Dante oh, in 1984. Yeah, For, although only the fourth biggest grossing film of 1984. What a crappy year that was. What a, I know, it made $212 million from an $11 million budget, and it was only the fourth most successful film of the year. It's absolutely insane. But um, what, were, what were the three that beat it? Do you have those to hand? Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom yeah. was one, as you as you, you, you might expect then <laughs> in that context. So that was, that was a good one. Um Oh, this is where I'm not going to be able to find it now, am I? Hang on. I did read it. It was, here we go. Ghostbusters, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Beverly Hills Cop. Wow. Yeah. What a year. What that, a year. Means, that, that must mean I must have been taken to see The Temple of Doom at an incredibly inappropriate age because I saw that in the cinema. Yeah. Well, it also means I must have been taken to see Ghostbusters at an incredibly inappropriate age as well because I went to the cinema to see that. Wow. I would only have been six. Those are the days, weren't they? When, Six you know. <laughs> to see Ghostbusters. Because <laughs> they, seg- they didn't segment films then. If, no, there, if, there wasn't, if there wasn't a Disney cartoon, you just went along and had to, you know, close your eyes when it got scary. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Or get traumatised. Speaking of traumatised, we're going to jump right into it. Um, there we are. Not too that, long. Not too long, because we... who doesn't know this story of Gremlins? And if, yeah. Although, yeah, I don't think it's aged as well. I think it's not one of those ones that's a perennial. It's, um, it's of its time, I think, very much Controversial, so. perhaps we will discuss this toward the end. Yeah, I don't mean in terms of its quality. I just mean no, in terms no, no, of no. of yeah. I just yeah. mean no, no people. I don't think the it's generation. I don't think people say, "Oh, I must see Gremlins now." Mm. It's, it's not like Ghostbusters. Like, not like yeah. I think Ghostbusters is more like, "Oh, you must see Ghostbusters." Gremlins mm. is like, "Oh yeah, it was that film." But we begin uh, with the uh, Randall Peltzer is a is, <laughs> is a is an inventor and not a very good played, one. He's played by Hoyt Axton. What a name. Yeah. He is trying to find a Christmas present for his son, Billy. In fact, the way he describes it, we think Billy's a lot younger. We find out Billy's, <laughs> Billy can he's drive like a car 23. and has a job. He works in a yeah. bank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's got to fight. So he's still desperate. I mean, at that age, you just put some money in an envelope. You know, given he drops yeah, $200. Nobody, yeah, yeah, and you don't want a pet, do you? No, no, he drops $200. And I said, anyway, just stick it in an envelope. I'd love that as a you know a 19-year-old <laughs> in the town. But, I mean, $200 in 1984 is about $1,000 now. Yeah. Anyway, he goes into this in this ancient, mysterious Chinese store um, filled yeah. replete with mysteries of the ornament and a very old Chinese man behind the counter who uh, who refused to sell him this this um, an enigmatic creature because he's in a box singing called a mogwai. Um, but, but yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, the mogwai is not for sale, but we get around that by the fact that the grandson just nicks it and sells it around the corner. So, <laughs> so that's that's bypassed. But as he goes, he gives him three warnings. You know, do not do not expose him to light. Do not let him get touched by water and never, ever, ever feed it after midnight. Mm. So this mogwai, of course, turns out to be uh, the incredibly adorable Gizmo, who, uh, who is charmed by Billy. Billy, as we've mentioned, is a 
a damn grown up, but he's uh, yeah. he's still he's still living with his parents and doing. He's kids a weird stuff. child grown up who's clearly well into his twenties, still lives at home, and his mum and dad has a job, but seems to think the film seems to think he's in high school. Yeah, given his best friend is Corey, yeah. is Corey Feldman. He's about six. No, he's about yeah. eight. Isn't he? <laughs> it's crazy. It's really weird. I think he's they just. Like, I think they just basically cast up and forgot to amend the script at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the good lady here indoors watching this with me said of um, Corey Feldman and Zach Galligan, are they supposed to be the same age? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. Um, but of course, yeah, the uh, the bright light rule is observed. The gizmo does not, you know, he's, he's kept out of sunlight. Sunlight, of course, is fatal. But um, the the water rule gets broken pretty quickly. The accident gizmo yeah. is wet, oh. and little little puffballs burst out of him to form five new mogwai. Oh my goodness, this is interesting. Uh, so they then go and uh, they give another mog. They give they do the same trick. Uh, to their local science teacher, who's the closest they've got to a lab- laboratory. <laughs> it's like yeah. we've got to get this studied by science. Let's ask the science teacher in the school. So. But again. Again, Billy isn't at school. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing at school? He's probably a bowling buddy if it was something. <laughs> so they they take and so they take him and they give this this science teacher another mug. He provides us with some kind of pseudoscience to explain this entire thing. Um, yeah, but now we have these mug pie or something like that, isn't he? Something goes on anyway. Yeah, yeah, science. Yeah. Yeah, but these these Mogwai are very they're, they're not cute like Gizmo. They're just mean. And there's a there's a moment actually when because uh, they're they're all in the box by his bed screaming screaming screaming. Um, and, and Billy goes, "What is the matter with you guys?" And it's like, "Well, you've put them in a box, and Gizmo gets to sit on your bed reading a magazine." It's like, "I think you've picked favourites here." But the the gremlins are still hungry. They're they're, they're making a lot of noise. So and but he checks his clock. It's not yet midnight. So he goes and gives him a plate of chicken, which Gizmo is not interested because in he's busy with his his 3D comic. I also um, thought that this this fridge where he gets the chicken from it's just a massive plate of chicken in the fridge that's, that's very really bizarre that's very american though, isn't it? it's so it's, weird it pre-cooked have... chicken from like the, the day before oh we wouldn't have the chicken legs so you'd have that. oh it's lovely but there's like there's hundreds of them <laughs> oh no I, I went through a phase of like you know when you get you get your protein out, just cook a lot of chicken legs fancy something eat a chicken leg lovely oh tell you, that's not a bad idea actually no i think about it yeah what yeah, am yeah. i doing moaning about that i tell you what, what if, is, uh, if i came downstairs right at three o'clock in the morning and the good lady here indoor had spent a good hour cooking some chicken legs and put them in the fridge you know what she'd be getting a good christmas present <laughs> that's what she'd be getting not the tat i usually give her and have done this year marvelous uh, so uh the the the, the mogwai are equally keen on the chicken eggs they munch them all down um uh-huh, oh yeah there's, 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 there's actually it's, it's shown very graphically they kind of their little mogwai beaks are tearing into yeah. the chicken it's all greasy oh, and billy horrible. fishes one out saying oh you guys really are hungry i thought he was going to eat one at that point i thought yeah, oh, so billy, billy don't do it he offers he offers it to gizmo who's not interested but um just like gizmo is wise because somebody <laughs> persons unknown have sabotaged billy's clock um and in fact it was past midnight he just thought it wasn't um it was really like half past 11 but his the, the cable had been ripped out so the mogwai have eaten after midnight dun 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 they I still thought that's a bit too, cutting it a bit too close half 11. yeah it's like what if you just, eat uh, gonna, just just in case there's something wrong with the clock i'm not going to feed you would be my Im- initial thought well, I'd have thought a player of those chicken legs could easily take you half an hour to eat. Very <laughs> yeah, not, they true. went out. Um, but the Mogwai, of all the Mogwai have turned into cocoons and pupa, um, including the uh, the Mogwai in the, the science lab, because he's done the same thing. He's nicked a sandwich. Um, so yeah, they either explain these things will, will metamorphize. And sure, if they do, they, uh, they all hatch um, and become evil little kind of reptilian type gremlins who 
hilarity ensues. They they um they well firstly they they terrorize Billy's house. Billy's mum's alone there, and they're like just you know eating her Christmas cookies, messing things up, you know this yeah. kind of stuff, and yeah. and also waiting ambush to try and kill her a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it escalates really quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. For, um, <laughs> She she able to she thinks on her feet she liquidizes one and uh, microwaves yeah, one another, the microwave and then absolutely stabs to death a third one yeah <laughs> which is good yeah, it's it's quite formidable actually given you know, this uh, you don't expect the mum to be the, the hero in this and then no. Billy Billy takes out a fourth one so there's only one left few all you know yeah. it's nearly over it's, but it's, but it's, it's striped though isn't it stripe he had a, he had, a, he had a cute little fuzzy stripe and now it's turned into you know a, it's just still yeah, a cute little fuzzy stripe like a punk band leader yeah yeah so he he escapes goes to the local YMCA and jumps into the pool before Billy can stop him so <laughs> it's not one droplet of water now it's a swimming pool of them so <laughs> a swimming pool's of worth of remnants <laughs> and it, right this is it's quite a good scene because as, as yeah. he goes in the entire pool because of course it's there's no CGI here the pool just no. bubbles and fizzes but yeah. you think something really really bad yeah. is about to happen here get out Billy well they, they probably filled that swimming pool with vinegar and bicarbonate soda with some colouring but it looks brilliant <laughs> <laughs> it was probably the 80s before the fish and electrocuted them it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, we killed a million fish we thought it wouldn't <laughs> but no one would care yeah and, and four actors died as well <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's fun we had to reshoot Billy's scenes because the three, first three actors playing his role died just yeah. when they fell in the water yeah and so now the gremlins are out. Um, basically, a hilarity ensues. The gremlins take over the town. They they cause snow plows to smash through houses. They uh, they get an old, an evil, a wicked old lady. We'll find out about her on a on a stairlift. Gets thrown through a roof. Uh, That's a good scene as well. Yeah. The the local sheriff's car is sabotaged. People are just you know generally a lot of uh, fun and games gags are played. You know, they're messing with the traffic lights and all this kind of stuff. Um, and they the, the next scene having taken over the local bar where Billy's girlfriend Kate, um, played by Phoebe Cates, <laughs> is, Cates is, yeah. is 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 serving them frantically. And I wonder first like, does she think they're customers? <laughs> yeah, no. How did how did that how did that scenario happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she's she's at this point in fear of her life and doesn't want to leave. But she then just keeps serving them. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, I think and, I think that yeah. this is this might be my favourite part of the film to be honest because there's so many funny things that happen in the bar. It is just like the, the writers room just poured it out like a gremlin yeah. flashes her. There's like gremlins playing cards. There's gremlins there's a, there's doing a, bits from movies. Yeah, there's a gremlin dressed up as a woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's really who's, funny. Who's, who's like stripes mole? He's like he's having a gangster scene. <laughs> and she's like hanging the, on his arm. The funniest one. The funniest one. And I don't know. I remember this from like the first time I saw gremlins. Is the the balaclavaed gremlin that comes in. It's like an IRA terrorist. It shoots a gun. It's such. A, it's so absurd. It comes out of nowhere. He's wearing a balaclava. You think, what? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love that scene. He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And she tries to shoot Kate. It misses. <laughs> it's such a great scene. And they've all got fags in their mouth and they're drinking beer and all this kind of stuff. It's really good. Oh, uh, yeah. This is uh, again with the gremlins. Are there again? They're they're best at the mischievous. They don't. I don't. Yeah. I wasn't hugely convinced by them as as threats. Um, in no, terms of no, I, yeah, I, they're not like the yeah, alien. I agree. I pr- Even I prefer, though, yeah. yeah, when they're irreverent. Yeah, it's really fun, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. you're right. You could just kick them. They're not that bad, are they? I mean, yeah, they, they they do manage to kill a few people. And you think, oh, how did they manage? Yeah, that was that was well done. You know, good for them. But um, you're not quite sure how because you don't see it them. happen. No. Well, they don't. You know, they, yeah. It's not like it's not like say the critters. Remember when the critters came out? It yeah. was clearly a yeah. spin off of the gremlins. Yeah. They were they were vicious. You can imagine them killing something. But yeah, the, the gremlins again when when they're having fun and games. That's all they really want, I think. But um, and and sure enough, the, the next stage is all the gremlins flood into the local uh, cinema and just watch. <laughs> 
managed to get the, the, the cinema working, which is amazing because <laughs> they're covered in film tape and this kind of stuff. But they, they get projector working. I think, you know, gremlins can be quite savvy when they want to be like they're good at destroying stuff. But yeah. if they wanted to watch a movie, they'd work it out. Yeah. Um, well, it's great. So they, they, I mean, you know, they, they are gremlins, aren't they? Gremlins yeah. in the system and stuff like that. It's up to them what they do. Yeah, so they're, they're, but what they want to do is watch Snow White. So they're all watching Snow White, <laughs> uh, rather than the Seven Dwarves. So, uh, yeah, so the cinema is filled with gremlins singing along to Hi Ho Hi Ho. Or except Stripe. Stripe has yeah. disappeared to eat candy, so one has got away. But the rest of them, again, they're all trapped in there. And so Billy and Kate manage to go in there, set the boil off, and explode the uh, the cinema, killing a lot of them. Um, <laughs> but Stripe has now gone to the department store where he's being hunted down, and is also hunting them in return. So he's managed to get his hands on a crossbow and stuff. So he's He's you know shooting Billy with crossbow bolts, whacking him with saucepans. Yeah. Um, uh, Kate is trying to find the place to turn the lights on. Um, she managed to turn the local fountain on, which is not a good idea when no, you want to, not a good you idea want to get wet. Yeah. Giz- Gizmo, has Gizmo kept turns away. up with his racing car. I know he's leapt away from Kate and he's found a little toy racing car and he's having the time of his life. He's just <laughs> doing a little because he loves old movies. Gizmo, so he's seen yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, car, the Clark Gable racing movies. He's like imagining this. Yeah. Um, yeah. and also then, a nice little clip of It's a Wonderful Life as well, which is a film that we may or may not be doing as part of the uh, 12 Days of Crumby. Indeed, yeah, we'll, we'll come to it. It's, it's references uh, in mm. this movie as well. But yeah, so um, and so Stripe is, is, is bathing in the fountain, about to start the whole nightmare over yeah. again. Gizmo slams into the blinds and opens up sunlight and Stripe is... is killed um, in vitro. Grim as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Because <laughs> he's not I only... Mean, that's back good is, puppetry, isn't it? Oh yeah, his back is. I, I didn't. I didn't think of it as public. It's a horrible thing to happen. His back is already <laughs> expupating with with yeah. new gremlins, Ooh. and he's dying, and he's wet, and he's and dying he's in sunlight. Ugh, yeah. horrible. Um, yeah. So Stripe is done. The day is saved, and um, and so everyone is having a grand old time back at the Peltzer household. When suddenly, uh, well, I, I see there's a knock on the door. The Chinese grandfather just appears. Like <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if there was the sound of a gong, but it felt like this should be. Yeah, yeah. Turns <laughs> he, up and says, you, you know, you. He just stole Gizmo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he says something really strange as well. It's like it's typical of the West. Yeah, it's like you people, you people are not ready. Yeah. Like what? Where's that come from? You're reckless with nature. Yeah. It's your mogwai, mate. Um. But yeah, Mr. Wing is uh, is not happy with this, so he basically just throws down the money that um, grandson had him and, and scoops up Gizmo. Although Gizmo gives a little chirp and says, "Can you say goodbye to Billy?" And uh, and yeah. he and and uh, the Mr. Wing does think, "Oh, Billy, one day you may be ready, um, mm. and then Gizmo will be ready for you." And, uh, ready for what? To tr- off, take, looking, to take looking after a small pet. Presumably, Gizmo is immortal, and Mr. Wing's days are numbered, um, as mm, Gremlins yeah. Two will will attest to. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. But uh, and then with that, he he walks off into the night, and that is the end of Gremlins. Although we we, we get a, a, a kind of um, who's the, the uh, R- Randall Peltzer yeah, begins yeah. he begins the story saying, "I got a story. Everyone's got a story. No one's got a story like my story." And then he ends it with like, you know, if uh, if you hear a no- story. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear here, if something strange happens, your TV's on the frizz, turn on all the lights, um, like turn off the taps because there might just be a gremlin. It's like, oh, thanks, Don't, man. Put all the food in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. They must not be fed. It doesn't say they can't feed themselves, is it? So it's a oh, interesting. Yeah. Do not That's feed them point. after midnight. So it's a, yeah, yeah. If, they, if they cook their own meal, they're fine. Yeah, that's very strange. Although, again, once again, talking to Gremlins 2, there was an entire scene of Gremlins 2 devoted to nitpicking all the rules because none of them make sense. And they all just go, what if he's in an airplane and he crosses a time zone? (laughs) 
Well, you know what? I think Gremlins 2 is a very underrated film. I absolutely I, love Gremlins 2. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I've not seen it for a long time, but I do. I, I, yeah, I used to own it, and I think it's, I think it's, I think it's excellent. It's really I'd funny. Watch it again. I, again, yeah. if you um, two things. <coughs> this is firstly, it took me probably about two decades to realise that the character Daniel Clamp, uh, New York um, industrialist and and property developer, mm. is clearly Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> And the only reason I didn't clock that is because the actor playing it is incredibly likable and has wonderful hair. <laughs> but other than that, the name and the property developing and the fact he's got a big building called the Clamp Building is clearly yeah. meant to be a play on Donald Trump. But apart from that, he's nothing like him. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the other thing is, um, you can find this on YouTube. Uh, if you've not seen it already, look for the Key and Peel sketch on Gremlins 2 because oh, it okay. is both hilarious and spot on. It, it, oh, okay. it basically right. shows the writer's room of Gremlins 2. And then uh, one of the uh, Peel comes on and basically um, pretends to be the script doctor who changes everything and spits out the most insane concept for every gremlin. And it comes up at the end. Every single one of these was in the movie. Because <laughs> it is just oh, like, okay. uh, and even Joe Dante said he saw the sketch. He goes, yeah, that's pretty much how we invented the gremlins and gremlins too. We just <laughs> spat out two words together like electricity and gremlin. I thought, let's have an electricity gremlin. <laughs> Spider gremlin. Yeah, are you saying we should have a spider gremlin with a big thorax going around the building, <laughs> casting webs, catching yeah. pretty ladies? Boom, it's in the movie. <laughs> oh, I've got to watch Gremlins too. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> now, now we've talked a lot about a different movie. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's take a break because we oh, do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we shall dig into uh, what lies beneath the shell of the Mogwai. Oh, blimey. Welcome back, dear listener. Our uh, chrysalises have pupated and uh, we have now <laughs> delved inside to see what uh, Stygian depths lie within. And, uh, and, <laughs> and by the way, it's us. Christmas. <laughs> we haven't mentioned that. This is, of course, a Christmas movie. Uh, in fact, we have. We, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll look at the movie and we'll look how Christmassy this movie is, too. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, where to begin with this movie? Firstly, um, I think Triumph for Practical Effects. It is absolutely, absolutely brilliant. You know, they're not another hint of CGI. It was in 1984, and yeah. um, it's just they're, they're all puppets, and it's brilliant. They're just incredibly. They're there. They're they're real. Yeah. You believe in them. I mean, they, they 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 spend a lot of their time above counters and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. But, but they do. Um, they do. Yeah. Yeah, but but they are puppets, so that's fine, isn't it? I just think it's incredible, and it it holds up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's, um, it holds the, up brilliantly. The, the gremlin snarl, they they can look at their, yeah. their, their little features and all this stuff. You can tell one mogwai from another and this kind of stuff. You know they, when you, you deal yeah. with a, a nasty mogwai and yeah, gizmo, for example. Yeah, you do. And they, they the, the gremlins in particular, they look. Yeah, this is going to sound so ridiculous, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, they look real. <laughs> such a good <laughs> they, they creature. Such a good, aren't yeah, they? such a good creature design, I think. It's yeah, really it is good. It is really good. I mean, uh, the the Mogwai character design is good as well, but the the Gremlin character design is just incredible. Yeah. And you know, it, it could so easily have been cheesy, right? Oh yeah. You know, it could so easily fallen into that kind of a cheap trick, as it were. And um, well, I mean, we're reference again to critters and uh, like all the other yeah. things that came out, or, or Leprechaun, yeah. all the things that came after <laughs> Gremlins, all the all the movies that spun off thinking, oh, people like movies about little nasty creatures, let's do so. Yeah. Nowhere close. It just doesn't look the same. No, it doesn't. It's, and I, you know, I, I think the fact that this has got Spielberg's executive producer stamp on it probably mm. helps because a lot of it, a lot of money went into it, and um, you know, it comes with a lot of kudos, doesn't it? And and uh, yeah. so I just think it, it's it's done also, really again, well, though. It's done well. Yeah. 
but Spielberg, he was an active executive producer. He wasn't just, you know, sticking oh, his yeah. neck and taking the money. He yeah, was, um, absolutely. So there was, uh, yeah, there was stuff he was doing in suggestions to the plot and this kind of stuff. For example, Gizmo was supposed to be Stripe. He was meant to transform. <laughs> yeah. And Spielberg yeah. was like, no, you need to no. still have a character you like, <laughs> which is one of the reasons why Gizmo does so little in the second half is that basically stays in a box because they yeah. hadn't, they hadn't they animatronic hadn't that, had they? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no. It, was, it was the fact the puppet wasn't designed to do anything else other mm. than the first half of the movie. They weren't expecting to survive that long. And it was Spielberg that says it's it's Gizmo that's got a destroy stripe. It can't be Billy and all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's nice Yeah, it's nice touches as well. There's another scene in the film which was kept in when um, Phoebe Kate's Phoebe, yeah, Phoebe Kate's Kate yeah. talks about her father falling down the chimney yeah. and breaking his neck. And um, Spielberg absolutely hated that scene and wanted it cut, but said to Joe Dante, the director, you know, it's your film, you can keep it in, but just so you know it's not going to work and it does work really well because it's that it's that straddle between something that is very dark but also a little bit stupid and funny it's insane well. it's absolutely <laughs> insane it's, yeah. it's the it's the most non-sequitur in a very a very strange movie it's yeah. a complete non-sequitur phoebe kate just stops and yeah. delivers why a soliloquy christmas yeah. why she hates christmas and it's like oh why did she hate christmas oh it's because her dad dressed as santa claus went up a chimney and died and, came and was there for five days yeah and when they learned about the stench and it's like yeah. Yeah. And she just says that, and then they continue the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like that scene because I think it it kind of sums the the film up a little bit, which is, it's it's really weird and yeah. stupid and funny, but there's it's a, there's a dark heart to it as well, which I think is quite clever, really good. Yeah, yeah, it's um it's absolutely nuts. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nuts, isn't it? It's a nuts film. I, I not... was I was ready for the soliloquy, and even then when I watched, it, I thought this is very sideways. <laughs> But the whole yeah. film is is kind of nuts. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of. I mean, it's going to sound stupid. There's not a lot of plot in it. But I'd oh, no. say once once the um once the gremlins get going, the, most of the second half of the film, I'd say at least at least forty minutes of it is taken up with watching gremlins doing silly things. Yeah, this that's is basically it, and it's quite yeah. funny. It is, but it, the interesting thing is, um, unlike say other movies we may discuss, it's. The first half is almost quite tightly plotted. It's quite, it's, it it's is. in there. It's, it's things like, say, it, we, we get a good view of what the um, the putter the, um, family household is like because yeah. when the gremlins stalk um, the the mum, she um, you know, she has to manoeuvre around it. So it's good to get that sense of where things are. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a sword that keeps falling off the wall, so you think, oh, their house is a bit ramshackle because no yeah. invention ever works. But the sword comes into play because, of course, Billy uses it to kill a gremlin. Yeah, absolutely, and, a bit foreshadowing it, there. Yeah, it's really exactly. Good. So it's, yeah. it's all tightly plotted. But as soon as they're it out, is. it's like. It's a mess. Let rip, isn't let, it? It's a complete mess. It's like things are happening just because let's throw the gremlins at the town and let them do <laughs> whatever they want. There's to no do. structure, is there? If yeah. you're right, that's exactly right. That if the first half is so tightly plotted and you know it sets the scene really well and it sets that absolutely fantastic um plot contrivance about the three things you can't do. You yeah. know, so that just really helps. You're right. And then it just it's obviously a deliberate decision as well. I'm not saying it's a problem necessarily, but it just decides to let go and say, yeah, but we've, we've spent all this money on the gremlins. Let's get them doing lots of different stuff. Yeah. Forget about the actors now. It's yeah. all about the gremlins. And, and also, it's, yeah, it's, it's that sense of um, you have to go through the, the tight plotted steps of the Mogwai to Gremlin and the pupa and the, and the, almost yeah. the scientific because you'll get it and we, you need to buy into that. But as soon as they're out, it's like, they're, this is it. This is everything you that, that, that makes <laughs> sense of it. They're just going to run rampage. 
stage now have fun and it is very much like that it's, it's almost like the build-up to christmas day Ooh, tying in you get the you get the build-up to christmas day as soon as the presents here get the paper off and just run you know go for it. <laughs> enjoy all chaos. the chaos yeah that's yeah. chaos isn't it yeah. um I, I think i would like i would have liked a little bit more of a um a structure to the second half i think that's one thing that uh when when the film ended i did think to myself there are some really funny, really funny scenes in it, yeah. but um, you know, forty minutes of watching gremlins get drunk and um, you know watch a film, it's it's just a bit much. It's well, here's just a little bit too much. Yeah, here's the things. There were things again setting up that you thought would pay off. One is almost paid off. So the um, well, we'll come to its references about about other films. But there's mm. a there's a, a the busy the 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 Mr Potter the the Scrooge of the town is a, a widow called yes. Mrs Deagle who clearly owns a lot of the money and it, and it's actually she she like she's a, like a director of the local bank and people are like you know the <laughs> this she gets confronted early on by a mother with her two children saying you know my husband's working after shift but we just need a bit more help and she yeah. like um she just goes um you know we're gonna get fun of our house well you know what to ask santa for don't you <laughs> kind of stuff. um yeah. she's a proper scrooge isn't she she is she is indeed and she, <laughs> so as the mother leads him away uh the kid just goes mommy i'm hungry yeah. Yeah. And she goes me too me too billy me too or whatever <laughs> and we never see them again because <laughs> so, you think because actually mrs deagle is one of the victims of the gremlin she's like pottering at her house and she thinks she sees the gremlin as carol singers um, yeah. she thinks the devil has come for her jumps on the other stair lift which the gremlins sabotaged and just launches her all the way up the stairs out the window and she's pretty much dead um but there's no there's no then subsequent thing of oh the the miser that had like mr potter no. in, in wonderful in life had died yeah. the whole town would be partying and there's no yeah. sense of that it's like no there was just a character we set up we don't like her <laughs> let's kill her yeah. <laughs> um, and there was another character played by, of all people, um, Judge, um, Judge, Judge Reinhold. Reinhold. Yeah, he's yeah, not Reinhold. in it either, is he, after he's, the first half? Yeah, he, so Billy works in a bank, and Judge Reinhold is kind of like the, the yuppie director of the bank, who's he's the same age, but like, you know, you're a loser, Peltzer, look at me, I'm a winner, hey. Um, and he had this entire scene where he broke down, and had a mental breakdown in the safe with a gremlin's seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was just cut. So you think, Judge Reinhold, oh, he's going to get a comeuppance. Where the hell did he, he go? He doesn't know, does he? Yeah, he doesn't. In which case, and why I... leave the first bit in? Because you have him. Well, like... yeah, why? Yeah, why is he in the first bit? And he's in a scene in the bar yeah. with Kate and Billy, where yeah. he's hitting on Kate, and that's kind of unnecessary, isn't it? You don't need any of that, do you? Yes, yeah, so it's so that he's really slimy and all this kind of stuff. And you think, oh, come up and it's coming, but no, yeah. he's never in again. And it's because I think again, he got he got cut out so they could have more Gremlins time. Yeah, and um, I think that's maybe what I was what I mean by it, which is. Um, it's all well and good having the gremlins just doing their thing yeah. and it's quite fun but it's a bit like you know you, when you're young there's always one friend who's who just I don't know when you go out in the evening you know it's going to end messy <laughs> and you just think oh it's fun while it lasts but you just think oh god how can I get out of this a little bit um, and it's that what you want is controlled fun don't you you want yeah. structured fun you don't just want it to be a complete chaos because then it's too much yeah. um, but also as with horror movies you know it, it the, the best parts are when the monsters interact with the humans and that's when yeah you, absolutely you know, it's not like you know if, if we saw you know if aliens was a film and we all saw just the aliens you know playing cards in the, <laughs> in, 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 in the alien, yeah, return, alien you know, family life yeah having a cigarette having a beer and this kind of stuff it's like it's nice but i, I want to see them scare the humans yeah, um, but that's the thing, though. Watching gremlins ha- getting drunk, smoking, and being is quite funny, isn't it? I mean, yeah. This, but that's a it's a sketch. Yes, yeah, it's a sketch drawn out quite a lot. I'm being a bit harsh because it is still funny, and it's quite. It, again, you're you're drawn into the puppetry and the animatronics, I guess, really, which is fantastic. So you never get bored. Yeah. Um, I just think it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. What what 
well, let's move on. What's the next thing that's going to happen? And then they're just in the cinema and they're all doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> and it's, yeah, speaking of the interactions with the humans, again, Randall Peltzer, who's basically the guy that started it all, mm. doesn't get affected at all. He spends his entire time just journeying on home the road. Christmas. Yeah, going yeah. to different um, trying to sell conventions his and stuff. Yeah, trying to tell his, what is it? What is it? A bathroom a buddy? A bathroom buddy, which yeah. it isn't the worst invention, but it's basically <laughs> just a lot of bathroom appliances sellotaped together. Um, yeah, well, it's, a, it's, a swift, it's a Swiss knife, isn't it? Um, yeah, Swiss well, Army yeah, knife for the bathroom. Swiss Army knife, but just with bathroom stuff. Yeah, and um, and, and the, 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 um, and the, the smokeless, smokeless ashtray, <laughs> which is hilarious because the bathroom buddy malfunctions a bit, but it's still a toothbrush still pops out, so you could use yeah. it. But the smokeless ashtray is literally on fire. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so I mean, um, but you know, let's talk about the Christmas element of this film as well, because it's yeah. obviously set on Christmas Eve, um, yes, yeah. or the Christmas period. Anyway, I, I did tend to think that watching the film it was obviously not filmed at christmas because the snow was like cocaine <laughs> basically and it looked really warm yeah, so yeah everyone's walking around in their you know winter gear it just looked boiling yeah. hot well i think the way to again address the christmas side of it firstly it's it's the hook that you know he has to yeah. get a present yeah. for his son uh, so there's that but um the other thing is uh I think the Christmas references is just one of the many references this film does. This film is steeped in references mm, to, to, is, to, to yeah. previous movies in Hollywood. And I don't know whether it just, you know, Joe Dante thought that was funny too, or whether, um, because we, did, we, can, we can, I think, lay that now, is that um, the town the Gremlins destroy is called Kingston Falls. It's yeah. quite obviously Bedford Falls from yeah, absolutely. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, then yeah, they, yeah. they even show the mother is watching It's a Wonderful Life on the telly at another point. See so that the, the thing is clear. Yeah. So everything is very picket fence, and that's the snow is everywhere. And people definitely are carol singing with the earmuffs and the scarves and everything. Yeah. And it's almost like here's Americana, and um, you know, it's the most Americana town we could do, and that Gremlins going to destroy it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, then, and the mum. In, what's interesting is when Billy comes in and she's watching. Um, it's a wonderful life. She's crying because I think, I mean, she's generally a little bit sad, isn't she? She's, yeah, she, yeah. and I think, you know, I've got a lot of money. Husband's always away. And she describes it's a wonderful life. It's, she says, it, I'm just watching this really sad film. It's yes. really sad. And it isn't, is it? That's the point. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, I, it's that, it's, it's flipping what the kind of small town America is looking like. But Joe Dante does that really well, I think. He's, he's, yeah. he, 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 he puts in lots of references. So have you ever seen um, Explorers? I haven't known. Um, so it's got River Phoenix Ooh. and um, oh, who's the other? There's it, um, basically two child actors who went on to to be great. And basically, they find um, they they hear um, they get kind of uh, signals from outer space, um, but these signals are formed out of old TV clips and old movies and it turns out they go up into space basically they get instructions to build the spaceship and they go out into space and they build they meet this alien um and this alien talks in like 1950s hollywood speak because that's all <laughs> he's that's all he's been exposed to in terms of what human human culture is and uh, okay. that's joe dante to an absolute t same with small soldiers um, oh, yeah. Similar thing there, and matinee as well, which is kind of his homage to to Hollywood. He is steeped in reference, um, yeah, steeped in it. So this is obviously part of his kind of genre, I guess. Really, what yeah. he loves to do. And so yeah, you get other references too. So Mrs. Deagle is obviously a Scrooge figure, but she's also yeah, um, the, the, the way the way she kind of 
um, kind of struts around and, and kind of threatens Billy and wants his dog. I was getting a real kind of Wicked Witch of the West uh, vibe from yeah, her as well. Yeah, fact, absolutely. So that was Mrs. Dig again. You, um, there's loads of movies. Gizmo is a big fan of old movies, so he's watching loads of them. The cocoons are like the 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 the, 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 the body snatchers kind of look to it, uh, and they're watching get body snatchers on the movie too. The the the, um, the inventing convention. Um, one of the inventions is a Robbie the robot from Return to the Forbidden, yeah. Pla- from Forbidden Planet. Yeah. Uh, so there's loads again. That's just off the top of my head. There's loads yeah. more. I think that's just stuffed in there for for stuff like Absolutely that. Absolutely so. loads of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good fun as well. I think it's it. it but it's 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 very random also. <laughs> which is which is the. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It is. is. <coughs> it is. I mean, is it is it a Christmas film? I suppose by virtue of it being set at Christmas, yes, I, it, it is a Christmas film. It it feels quite Christmassy, I guess, to, to a certain extent. But I, I'm not. Sure, I don't know. It's it's tenuous. I, I think. I also um, I had presumed that I had not seen Gremlins for about twenty years. Yeah. So when and I couldn't remember anything. Well, I could remember the broad principles. I remember the balaclava Gremlin, like you know, it's on the back <laughs> of my hand, basically. Everything else, I knew the general sentiment, but I couldn't remember the specific scenes. Turns out, I looked on my because I diarise my film watching, of course, because I'm insane. The, <laughs> la- the last, the last time I watched Gremlins was three years ago on Christmas Eve, oh my and gosh. I have absolutely no recollection of that whatsoever. <laughs> so there we go. But in terms of how Christmas is, I mean, it, it wears it wears the 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 paraphernalia of Christmas in the way it wears the paraphernalia of a lot of other things. Um, it, yes, but, you're uh, yeah. right, though, aren't you? But yeah, it, you, you're right. But I don't think it is. It is. In terms of its Christmas theme, I think we will see other movies that are less overtly Christmassy, but that, but have a better Christmas feel to them because yeah, but feel more Christmassy in that context. Yes, yeah. I think you're right. <clears throat> I think we will. Um, I was just looking at Joe Dante's um, filmography as well, and he had a, he quite the run in the eighties. So he did The Howling, which is one Ooh. of his first major films. Yeah. Uh, Twilight Zone, the movie. He did the segment called It's a Good Life, obviously okay. the homage to It's a Wonderful Life as well. Yeah. Then he did Gremlins, Explorers, Inner Space. In um, Inner Space. Yeah, me too. The Burbs, which is good as well. Oh, Gremlins yeah. too. Uh, matinee, small soldiers, and then he kind of lost it. And since about the two thousands, he's not really done much. But the other, the other actor in Explorers is Ethan Hawke. He was who I was thinking of. So Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix in in, in okay. Explorers. I would recommend it. It's very good. But um, yeah, Gremlins. Do you think it stands the test of time? Ah, you see, because there's two things I mentioned earlier. I think it hasn't stood the test mm. of time by virtue of the fact that it's. I, I don't think it's a must-watch you know, to to get your pop culture credits and then no, what we're talking about in the way in the way that you'd say someone watch Raiders of the Lost Ark you've got to watch this to get what people yeah. talking about. or Ghostbusters yeah, or Ghostbusters. Thing, isn't it? yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um I mean I enjoyed it uh I think but, but why the, why do you think that is why do you think it isn't because I I think at the time in the 80s yeah and maybe even in the 90s Gremlins was a big film I mean Huge. look look this film made over 200 million dollar profit yeah you know so why and and yet it, i don't think it is held in it's not that it's not held in the same regard i just think it's 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 a it's a b-run classic movie isn't it it's yeah. one of those ones you go oh yeah gremlins yeah gremlins good yeah and then that's it yeah <laughs> whereas with the indiana jones trilogy is like well you watch that about basically once a year didn't you yeah i would probably say um Good as the puppetry is, you know, CGI is is, is all now. Mm. So maybe that's considered old fashioned. Uh, and it's not kind of 
it's it's almost like it's doing puppetry to do puppetry. It's not kind of like do a game of yeah. del Toro a cleverness with it. It's mm. just like mm. we're doing it because we need to do puppets. Mm. Maybe the absence of a strong leading man, um, in the same way that you know the CGI on Indiana Jones is bad, but Harrison Ford is carrying that. Yeah, you don't watch absolutely. it for the CGI. In this, the star is the Gremlins, and if that doesn't hold up. I mean, you could say, yeah. you know, the, the whole kind of, you know, the enigmatic Chinese grandfather is is questionable, but I think not enough to get it cancelled. No, um, I don't think so. Uh, no, yeah. I don't. No, uh, yeah, I don't, he's no more questionable than um, Short Round in Temple yeah, of Doom, yeah. to be honest. Probably, probably far less so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, is, there is that kind of thing, yeah, the, uh, the, the inscrutable East, you know, he, he, literally when uh, Randall is, is, is wandering around the Chinese shop, you, know, you could hear these gongs and kind of... But I think, yeah, that, that's that's certainly innocuous compared to some of the things that were of the time. So, yeah, I think maybe just the fact the, uh, it, the gremlins are the star, so either you like these kind of puppets or you don't, but I don't know, I think... I think I think it's good fun still. It's it's not. I certainly didn't watch it thinking, oh, this is aged really poorly. I can't. Uh, I can't be doing with this. I think the technical aspects of the film really hold up. Yeah. I I just think the actual structure of the film, it's it doesn't quite live up to my memory of it, of my childhood memory of it. I think. Yeah. And maybe that's because when I, you know, when you're watching it when you're ten or eleven or twelve, it's it's really funny because yeah. it's a bit it's childish, isn't it? And now looking back at it, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's still good. The Balaclava Gremlin will always be one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. I don't know why I find that so funny. It's just like the IRA. Why have we got an IRA Gremlin in Gremlins? It's so funny. Where did he learn about that? Um, so, yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, take the doors. A, we'll pause. We'll have a pause for a little jingle and then we shall return uh, to uh, welcome in the caroling Gremlins and then we'll learn their score for both quality and Christmassy rating. Welcome back. I hope you are bone dry and ill-fed, um, <laughs> as every good Mogwai should be. Uh, for we shall uh, we shall look at now the scores for Gremlins. So uh, shall I kick off then with these yeah, scores? As I said, I liked it. I liked it, and I think it holds up. And I did enjoy the puppetry. I think its biggest flaw, as we mentioned, is its it is its storytelling. Um, like I say, it goes from being tightly plotted to being mayhem, which again is is I think intentional, but it does lose something in that because you you know as soon as Stripe has jumped into the swimming pool, you could wander in and out of that film at any point and still be able to follow it. Um, I think it's four out of five. Do you know what? I'd, I'd happily sit down and watch Gremlins again. Four out of five. Very good. Um, Although I, I, do I do this festive rating now? Oh, yeah, festive rating. Yeah, exactly. I give it festive so that's rating. the quality. That's the the overall quality. score was four, but what so about the, the festive heads. rating? Yeah, the, 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 how many jingle bells I'd give it? Um, yeah. Oh, it's not that Christmassy, despite its decoration. I think it, I think it wears its Christmassy quite light, despite the fact it has you know Christmas trees, carol singers, snow, snowmen. Oh, it's it, once again you'd watch it more at Halloween than you would at Christmas. I'm think I'm giving it mm, two Santa hats this time. Well, I'm going to start with the Christmassy bit because okay. I think um, would I prefer to watch this at Halloween because it's a horror film or at yeah. Christmas because it's a Christmas film? Um, I think because there's Christmassy bits in it, I'd still rather watch this at Christmas just because the idea of watching a Christmas film in October just seems completely absurd. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, um, so I'm going to give it three in terms of its festive uh, ratings. And I'm also going to give it three disembodied crombie heads for, for the quality as well. I, I, I did enjoy it. I thought 
after the first half an hour or so, I was going to enjoy it a lot more than I ended up enjoying it. There are some absolutely brilliant scenes in this that are hilarious and do stand the test of time, I think. The puppetry is brilliant as well. It it just didn't quite... It just didn't quite hit the heights that I would once have thought it did. You know, there was probably a time in my life I would have given this a four or even a five. And, and now I think as I've got older, it's probably a three. There we go then. So that is for Gremlins. Uh mm sit tight for when we do gremlins 2 next year because i you know I'd, I'd love to give have an excuse to that well here's much. the thing here's the thing right um stop the press i think gremlins 2 is a better film oh do you know what i think gremlins 2 is we can't talk about it because yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's the a, film is it That's I, think it's it. a, I think it's a more distilled film you're quite right i think it it once because the concept has already been established it has to do less heavy lifting to, to get Just you to get buy into it, it. it and it's like here's a mug get him wet let's go for it and it's um, got a better plot it's more structure to it it's got better gremlins too. <laughs> well, there we go then. It's less Christmassy. Far less Christmassy. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we're not doing gremlins too. But until, until then, uh, I'd suggest you all turn the lights on, turn the taps <laughs> off, throw any food you have away, um, and have a very happy and a very healthy weekend at Crumbies. Good evening all. Weekend at Welcome before back. We, well, and before we begin again, Hugh, I should are. add. Um, also, nice use of the plural of mogwai, being Ooh. mogwai. <laughs> you, could, you mentioned, yeah, more mogwai, but because I don't think mogwai is a real word, so you could have said <laughs> mogwais, couldn't you? And that would have been equally valid, <laughs> couldn't you? Which is the inventing language of the fly here. Ah, oh, very good. Because no, I think Mogwai isn't invented. I think Mogwai is a real word. I think Mogwai has a meaning. It's it's Cantonese no. for devil. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs>